I'm Sally Prosser, and you're listening to That Voice Podcast. No matter who you are or what you do, your voice matters. And unless you've sworn a lifetime vow of silence, this is the podcast for you. Now, in this episode, I'm joined by someone who has 30 years experience in broadcast news and the voice to match it. It's my pleasure to chat with Bill McDonald. Now, you might remember Bill's face from 10 News Brisbane and more recently, 7 News Brisbane. And for the past 18 months or so, Bill's taken a new direction using his vast broadcast skills in a range of areas, including auctioneering, which I'd love to explore more today. Hi, Bill. Thanks for coming on That Voice podcast. Hi, Sal. Thanks for asking me to have a chat. So to start off, would you like to just fill us in on what you've been up to since you left TV? I've been doing a whole bunch of things. So I've got my own business. I guess it's a consultancy. So uh, billmcdonald.com. Uh, a .au, a little cheap plug in there. Um, and it does a whole, I do a whole range of things. So uh, for a lot of years, uh, the voice has been my major tool of trade. So uh, I do voiceovers. Uh, so there's some commercial voiceovers, some character voiceovers. Uh, I'm also doing some, some PR and uh, media consulting for the Prince Charles Hospital Foundation. Uh, and again, it's important there because it, you have to use your voice to do pitch presentations. Um, and to train staff in, in media training, which is another area that I've worked on. So it, I guess it's a bit of a been a, a bit of a portfolio career that I've um, decided to go uh, to, to chase. Um, I like the variety. And yes, you're right. Auctioneering and property is something that I, I'm also getting heavily involved with. It's something I've loved for a long time. Uh, I'm also doing a um, a bit of a knucklehead renovator. So this is our fifth home renovation and uh, I like to be a bit hands-on with that. And um, so we've obviously bought and sold five times. And um, so now I'm going to take it to the next level and uh, I'm working on auctioneering, property auctioneering uh, in the industry, which is pretty exciting for me. It's a whole new skill. So I'm at the bottom learning learning this new skill. I've done some auctioneering at different charity events and that sort of thing, which is a bit of fun and everyone's had a few drinks and no one notices too much. But when you go to step out and you go to auction somebody's property, which is normally their biggest investment, it's their pride and joy, their life's work and memories are tied up in it, you've got to be good and you've got to, be, you've got to get it right. So I'm honing my skills to become an auctioneer. Yeah, it's such an interesting area. I think most people would only know about auctioneering from maybe the block or what they see on TV or movies. Um, can you give us a bit of an insight into what else is involved in it? It's a lot of work in being uh, an auctioneer. I, I've been observing a lot for the past few months and I've, I've watched the block and uh, I've watched those really good guys and I've learned that there are elite level auctioneers and there are a lot of the guys on the block and there's a few of them in Brisbane. Um, like Hazley Cush is right up the top. We've got a guy called Justin Nickerson who I've been working closely with as well and there's another agent in my local area um, who's an auctioneer, uh, Al McMillan. So I've watched, and Phil Parker, who was a legend in the auctioneering scene in Brisbane as well. So I've been really, uh, really lucky to be able to work alongside and watch these guys. And they've all got different bits of knowledge they've imparted on us. And I guess the most important thing with auctioneering is why I, I, I practice all the time, I practice every day now, is you've got to get the numbers right. <laughs> That's vital. Yeah. But you have to be clear. It's about being clear and concise and having people understand what the bid is at and what bid you're chasing. So there's a whole bunch of exercises, again, that you go through to try and make sure that you're pronouncing and enunciating um, the bidding call because it can, 
in some circumstances get a bit quick. Everyone's got a different style. Um, some are more laid back. Um, but you tend to you want to get into a pattern and a rhythm uh, to do an auction call. And, um, yeah, I, I'm not there yet. I'm not saying I'm, I'm good at it, but I'm on the way, Sal. I'm on the way. Great, yeah. I mean, everyone knows I'm a big fan of very nice articulation, but there's not many other industries like auctioneering where big money is on the line if you don't say something correctly. Yeah, that's right. And you just have to start out with basic stuff uh, to try and make sure you get that right. So I go through a whole sequence of things and, and you build up to it. So I might do like a, a $200 bid an hour, $200 bid a chasing three, $300 bid an hour, give me four, $400 bid an hour, let's go five, $500 bid an hour, let's go north to six, $600,000 bid, $600,000 bid a chasing seven, $700,000 bid an hour. And so it's about trying to say the words properly, uh, hopefully I did then, and um, but also have a bit of speed to it. But you don't do all auctions like that. They don't all have to be that fast and, and whatnot, but yeah. Yeah, so are those the exercises that you take yourself through to get ready? Yeah, we'll just uh, start out with uh, even basic stuff like one now, two now, three now, four now, five now, six now, one dollar now, two dollar now, three dollar now, four dollar now, five dollar now, and then build it up one dollar better now, two dollar better now, two hundred dollar better now, two twenty five, and just working through those. You also go through some number sequences. So it might be uh, um, a quarter a half seventy five one, quarter a half seventy five two, quarter a half seventy five three. Um, two and a half, five, uh, seven and a half, ten, uh, twelve and a half, fifteen, seventeen and a half, twenty. So that's helping with your number sequencing, and then you use what they call filler words, which is the other stuff that I was doing earlier. Um, and then you gradually introduce more into your vocab. So you know, one thousand dollars now. Uh, will you give me two thousand now? Two thousand dollar bid now. Uh, will you take me north to four? Take me north. Uh, Bitter now, can I have this? Bitter, can I say this? Will you give me this? Will you go there? Will you go over this? Will you take the lead back? So it's about building a whole vocab. It's, yeah, it's been interesting, I must admit, because I've called AFL football, which is really challenging as well because the – and I find them similar in that calling an AFL game, the speed of the game is so quick that you really have to be on your game and, and you've got to – again, you've got to learn and know your, your player numbers – your player ID, uh, because if you if you don't know that, the game moves on so fast, you can get caught and stumble and get all muddled up. So, um, yeah, it's it's a different skill, but I'm enjoying it. I love it. I can't wait to get out there and do it. Yeah, I guess with auctioneering as well, it's so important for your delivery to keep that energy and that excitement in the crowd. Um, so I can imagine, yeah, calling the AFL would be a great training ground for this. Yeah, it is. It's because uh, again, the same sort of thing. You want to keep the excitement level up uh, all of the time, but you've got to, and you'll understand this. You can't be uh, up on level ten the whole time. So it's the same with an auction. You've got to moderate where you're at. So you can't be peaking the whole time through an auction. So you've got to really pick your moments, uh, as you do with an AFL game. There's lots of play in an AFL game where. There's not a lot happening. So you can't be up here the whole time. And, you know, Zorko runs through the 25, hits a goal. That's a beauty for the Lions. You can't be up there the whole time. You've got to just um, read the game and and call for what you see in front of you and, and save those exciting high-pitched moments for when they, when they do happen. And there's a few happening at the moment for the Lions, I have to say. <laughs> 
I'm loving this. I'd like to chat a bit now about your voiceover work because I find that totally fascinating. And I know that you really enjoy taking on different characters. Can you take us through some of the processes that you go through to become those different characters with your voice? Yeah, it's a funny one. People have asked that a few times that, you know, uh, so mimicking or imitating some voices or making up um, making up voices of characters and I, I like to watch I, I don't know if there's a science to it there's probably someone out there that knows that there is but I like to watch um, someone I like to watch um, the way their mouth moves the, the facial features and then you sort of put a uh, you put a create a mental picture in your head of a, you know what someone may look like and then you try to just come up with a you know twist your voice around and come up with with something, or um, it may be like a you know Rich Richard Benno two two twenty two. So it's what you do with your lips, and um, or it could be Norman G Simpson. Again, it's all about the way you screw your mouth around. I don't know, I don't know the science to it, but I just sort of I enjoy doing that and playing around and experimenting. And yeah, I've done a probably a lot of people don't realise that I do a little bit of that because I haven't been able to do that being on the news desk because you're obviously delivering serious news so they wouldn't want you sitting up there doing Homer Homer sort of Simpson impressions and uh, taking on other characters but yeah it's a it's another side of um that I'm hoping to indulge a bit more now that I'm away from news it's a pretty good impersonation do you have any other other favorites yeah you try to do uh, a different accent you know you can sometimes do an old lady if you have to um it just depends on what the auditions require um you can throw some some accents in there and it was uh, oh it was elder simpson there was a clans keeper willie um we used to do a bit of him uh, when the simpsons movie came out i did a couple of bits and pieces of simpsons impressions um, even though i didn't watch them all that much uh, i used to do some of the wide world of sports commentary team uh, a little bit yes yes bill bill laurie yeah love it all <laughs> love you bitch yeah oh, shut up bell um, well, tell you, Greg, get that pigeon off my scorecard. Um, just mucking around. But there's a guy called Danny McMaster on the coast, and he's an impersonator, and he is brilliant. I can't – I'm nowhere near as good as someone like that. I just have a go and a muck around and try and get close and sound a little bit like the real person. But it's good fun trying. Yeah, and do you – find that when you're just speaking out and about, does anybody say, oh, wow, you can tell you're, you were a newsreader? Yeah, a lot of people, um, like I get this and you probably would get it as well, they sometimes don't know your name or they don't know your face or they think they know your face, but they, they hear the voice and they're looking at you and you can tell they're going, oh, gosh, I know that I know that voice. What is it? No, you're, the, you're the news guy or the sport guy? <laughs> so, yeah, the voice um, tends to be a bit of an identifier for me, which, as I said, yeah, it's nice. People still recognise that and has some sort of resonance with them and, they, people go, wow, you've really got a great broadcast voice and you've got a great voice for radio and it's just always been my voice. So I, n- I never think of it that way. I don't think I've got a great voice at all, but anyway. You definitely do. You've got beautiful resonance and a beautiful register. Have you ever done any voice training? I did. When I first started with um, television back in 1987, um, I ended up doing training for about five years that, uh, with a woman by the name of Blanche Lather and um, lovely, lovely lady over at East Brisbane. And uh, I say that because when I first went there, it was Blanche Lather <laughs> and um, I really had to, to, to work on the voice and, and get some awkwardness out and 
and she taught me a lot of a lot of things. So I'd have to credit um, Blanche with um, with helping me speak a little bit better and getting a, a better uh, broadcast voice. Uh, and even things like sounding out your letters, your T's, and not not no none of this Australia um, pronouncing words correctly. And um, so Blanche was yeah it was five years though so it wasn't just a let's do it for a few weeks it was a, it was a process and it's certainly valuable and I would recommend it to anybody if they've got some aspirations to work with their voice in the industry no matter what it is to uh, do a little bit of voice coaching with someone like yourself Sal. Oh, thank you. Well, it certainly served you well now because even after leaving broadcast, it seems that everything you're doing, it's a common theme that runs through it, except perhaps renovating. Maybe that's an area where you don't need to speak too much. Yeah, when you're yelling out, when you hit your thumb with a hammer, you don't really need to be that perfect with it. It's just just let whatever comes out, come out, Sal. But um, yeah, you, you're right. And, and I see this more than now I'm doing uh, some, some business development as well with the foundation uh, who I work with, and you realise that um, you're using your voice and um, representing yourself is is so important across so many areas. Whether you're you're, you're pitching up to do a business deal, uh, whether you're emceeing a function, which I, I do a lot of, and and I think you'd probably do the same thing. Uh, if you want to be heard, you've got to be able to use your voice and and harness your voice correctly, because I think it says so much about you. I think it tells a bit of you, a lot of your personality. Um, and just by listening to somebody's voice, it can be a, a really accurate way of uh, working someone out, um, reading the emotion in their voice. And it, it's a real art to be able to get up in front of a group and pitch a story, uh, as you will know. Um, and so it's important, not only in your personal life, if you've got to stand up in front of friends at a party and make a speech, uh, you know, at a 21st or all the way up to standing in front of a boardroom and pitching up for business. It's, it's such an important skill, or whether you're selling a home and you're an auctioneer, whether you're working in the media, or these days, whether you're on podcasts, which are really popular. If you're going to do a podcast, well, you've got to make sure you've um, got the tools of the trade and the voice. Uh, here's me telling you this. When you should, you're telling me all this, you're the expert. Although, you, Bill, you've got so much more... You've got so much more range in your voice than I do because I tried to give some voiceover work a go and um, I'll never forget I did this voiceover for Australian bananas and it was, need a quick snack? Get a banana in you. Healthy Australian bananas. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> but um, after I did a few of them, they said, oh, Sal, pretty much everything you voice sounds like you're reading the news. <laughs> so- yeah, I got a bit of that for a long time, a really long time. And it's a hard habit to get out of because, and I think I've seen it on uh, some of your bits on social media that and a lot of young people today, they get in the news game and they think they have to have the radio or the TV voice the whole time. So they talk like this and this is what's happening now and that's how we go. And I'll often say in media training that you don't sit across a table with a friend and talk like that about, gee, did you see that football game today? Wasn't it amazing? And so it's, it's a skill to be able to, uh, to use your voice and be conversational and that's how the, I think the best delivery should be when you're doing news presentation um, is to be conversational because that's how people relate to one another. They don't sit there and talk like that the whole time. And it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a skill, a bit of a knack, but I, I had to get out of that habit as well because I also, there is a level of presentation, of course, and performance when you're reading news or sport. And so getting out of that, a lot of the voice uh, work you do, they'd say, no, no, just pull it back, pull it back. And you'd think you'd pull it back. And they go, no, pull it right back, right back. And 
and you do something that you almost felt was lazy and they go, yeah, that's great, yeah, I like it. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I feel like the longer I've been out of news, I am starting to get that way a little bit. Um, But even some of my videos on social media, people say, wow, you seem really animated. But actually in real life you're really animated as well. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I think you'd rather be a little bit um, bit more animated and be able to dial it back a bit than – perhaps go the other way, and, and which I was at the beginning. I had to really amp up, and this is one of the things that Blanche, when we did the training, um, she would get me to go really over the top to lift my sort of performance and levels and um, uncomfortably over the top, like I was a, an American news anchor. And, and funnily enough, she said, You'll, we'll do that and, she, and we'll find a level that's just below there, which is about right where you need to be, and she was correct. Um, so yeah, a lot of people don't realize that it's, it's a tricky one, but if you do the work, you'll get there. Yeah. Worth their weight in gold. Those voice coaches, aren't they? Oh, look, you are. <laughs> and you're one of the best. I think Sal, I love your pieces on social. You do, uh, you do oh, some really interesting you. work. You've got a great way of attacking it, which is nice and friendly and conversational. And, um, cause people can be feeling really, really conscious and self-conscious about their voice, as you know, and, and getting up and using it and talking and and trying to be better at it. So if you can disarm them a little bit, and I think you do that well, you know, the people will get results. They'll get results with yourself. Oh, and that's the reason I do this podcast as well, because I really want to bring voice to the people. I want people, like everybody, to feel like it's a, a skill set that they can improve upon. You know, it's not just for the broadcasters or the auctioneer. As we've been talking about, no matter who you are or what you do, then if you can use your voice well, it's going to help you not just in your career but in your life, like you said, at the parties, at the funerals, at the, you know, buying a house, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, you, well, everyone's got their own voice. You just need to find it and uh, and use it and harness it to the best of your ability. And and, and you're right, I, I've I've given eulogies, I've talked at weddings, um, and uh, I've broadcast from cyclones and disaster zones and Olympics and called AFL and auctioneering. There's uh, there's nothing you can't do if you're in control and harnessing your voice. It's a powerful thing, and we're all lucky to have one. I'll have to use that in my marketing for sure. Um, before we wrap things up, as you know, I work with a lot of young journalists, and I was wondering if you have any advice for them. Well, it's a tough industry at the moment because there's obviously a lot of pressures on on media, traditional media, uh, right around the world. Um, I would say have as broad a skill set as possible. Work on your voice because, well, you shouldn't be limiting yourself to one particular area of the media, I think, now. I think the more diverse and more capable you are of switching across and being able to do a podcast, using your voice for that, being able to perhaps do some radio, to also present while you're on camera and you've, you've got more factors that are coming into there because all of a sudden you find that maybe the focus isn't on your voice. Maybe you're wondering, oh, what do I look like? Am I, am I looking natural? Am I, am I looking in the right place? So sometimes you can tend to forget about your pipes and, and the voice and making sure that you're sitting up straight and you've got the diaphragm open. So if you can, if you can do all of them, I think that uh, puts you in the best position to have success in the current market because you can work across so many areas. And the, the traditional media businesses now are trying to be a little bit of everything because they have to be to earn um, to earn market share and to earn advertising revenue. So look at Nine. Nine have now a newspaper with Fairfax. They put a big money bid in for Macquarie. So I think you'll find that's an example of how media organisations will be going. So you may work for Nine 
and you could find yourself being uh, doing some radio, doing some podcasts, doing some television work. So I think uh, lift your eyes, broaden your broaden your skill set, and do some voice training because in that media area, voice is really important. Oh, what fantastic advice! And finally, Bill, one more time, where can people find you these days? BillMcDonald.com.au. It's an easy one. I've spent a lot of time working on that name. <laughs> um, so you can go there and it's got a little bit of my background and history and um, ways to get in contact. And uh, all my sort of voiceover demos are there as well. So, yeah, go and check it out and uh, get in touch if you'd like a, like a silly voiceover or a serious voiceover or a newsy voiceover, whatever you like. But, um, yeah, thanks, Sal, for having a chat to us too. Fantastic. Thanks for coming on that voice podcast. Cheers, Sal. All the best. Thanks for listening to That Voice Podcast. To find out more, head to the podcast page. It's www.thatvoicepodcast.com. 